Chapter 17 Sanity has indeed left the building. Bond delving deeply down that rabbit hole of insanity to witness so many irrational freedoms so severely eroded and or stolen is the loss of the personal ones that are really beginning to get people's attention. The globalists are careful to implement those losses very slowly as to not be noticed by too many until it's too late, of course. Let's not forget the boiling frog. But now, using the crown virus, they were able to take down our liberties by the boatload, especially the fun freedoms, ball games, parks, beaches, restaurants, etc. We've already looked at the absolute shocking loss of much of our personal constitutionally guaranteed liberties, such as free speech, the freedom to practice our religion, plus the free, unobstructive ownership of firearms. But just how on earth were they able to reduce us to our present state? The erosion of our freedoms began with such seeming innocuous laws such as forcing us to have driver's licenses, that is, permission to drive. And then they added a little more regulation such as the forced seatbelt wearing. And what right did they have to dictate that to us? If we wish to live dangerous, is it not another personal freedom that belongs to us? Another of those little noticed creeping loss of potential personal liberties was the government's taking away of our freedom to build a home without their permission and fees, of course. This, is not, this not only includes their dictates as to if they will allow us to build, but how and where we can build. Talk about control. Of course, those permit fees have become astronomical. In fact, in the 1990s, much of the U.S. began adopting the international or the global building code. How many people were aware of that? Being in the building industry for many years myself brought me face to face with that very real fact. The building industry is now for the most part under the International Building Code. Really? We now have a non-American international dictatorship telling us how to build our houses. Even worse than that, two different Democratic senators attempted to pass legislation to require people with empty rooms in their houses to take in the poor undocumented aliens. Think. Dr. Zhivago and the Bolshevik Revolution. Thankfully, both attempts failed, but we can be sure they will eventually implement such legislation, especially with their newfound power the virus fear has given them. Again, how can we still be a sovereign nation and or people if a world government is dictating to us how and where to build our personal private homes, and even who is allowed to live in them, with no different, which is no different from dictating to just who can have or operate businesses like restaurants. Seems the only freedom we still have is to say how high when the dictator governors say jump. Another blatant, arrogant display of insane globalist control of our personal affairs involves women's rights. The absurdity or hypocrisy of the supposed government commitment to promoting female equality was demonstrated in the 2008 vice presidential appointment of a Republican woman governor from Alaska to run for vice president. Rather than getting behind and supporting the best chance a woman has ever had to secure a high-level man's position in government, women's rights organizations such as NOW gave Mrs. Palin, the Republican governor from Alaska, all the support and honor of a pack of rabid dogs. Remember, they are globalist Democrats. This supposed women's rights organizations, according to a Newsweek magazine in 2018, went so far as to accuse her of not even being a woman. So much for their commitment to supporting women and their women's rights. 
Again, they are obviously not about actually promoting and supporting equity for women at all, but furthering unspoken global political agendas. But just what is that agenda? And even better asked, does it actually go higher than human governments? And even more bizarre liberal absurdity we're being forced to swallow is a promotion by our socialist, that is our democratic government, that unborn babies are not human. This line of reasoning promoted by the abortion rights advocates would have young mothers believe these babies are nothing but expendable parts of the female body. Of course, this leaves one to ask, is there anyone out there who can explain just what part of those unborn babies is not completely sentient human? I can continue with much more of this complete insanity about babies, but it gets redundant. But honestly, only complete fools can believe the absurd nonsense being taught. With the rabid abortion rights people in mind, the real question is not the science 101 of whether a baby is a complete human with rights like all other people are supposed to have, but just who wants all the babies slaughtered? Could it be connected to the Ten Commandments for a healthy and prosperous world that was written on the huge stone tablets in Georgia? Before getting to those Georgia Guidestones, more shocking insanity involving abortion needs noting. How many realize the ones, primarily Democratic, pushing for the murder of unborn children are the same ones that were teaching the black people and Native Americans were not human either. How many people today would agree that black and or Native Americans are not human and don't possess a soul, as was a common teaching by the Democrats in past centuries? Is teaching that unborn babies aren't human any different? Just who is it that's been convincing so much of our modern society of such evil notions? Getting to those guidestones for a happy, healthy, and prosperous planet, they were purchased to be placed by an anonymous stranger. He showed up using a false name, address, and used cash, and bought a field. He then hired stonecutters to cut and place some three huge stones there with the Ten Commandments for someone's idea of a perfect world. The commandments began with the first being a directive to reduce the world's population to 500 million. Wow. That means eliminating or murdering... Uh, some 7 billion people or close to? That said, could that's the same ones behind the Georgia Guidestones also be involved in the murdering of some 1.4 billion babies as of 2020? Of course, the vaccines are all about furthering that same agenda, but that's another story. Getting back to the globalist or communist chief party, how many people, especially black, know the slave owners were virtually across the board Democrats or socialists? What massive irony, how it's the same party now claiming it to champion the rights of the descendants of those very ones they formerly enslaved. In fact, it's a commonly known historical fact, the founder of the family planning abortion clinics was a woman named Margaret Sanger. Her goal, along with her friend Adolf Hitler, was to eliminate the black race, among others, as they viewed to be in, were viewed to be inferior. Sanger openly voiced that eugenics agenda at, a, at KKK rallies. It seems Sanger's accomplishing her eugenics goal considering the greatest percentage of abortions per capita are black. No wonder African Americans are the fastest declining population in the U.S. How ironically shocking, during the pandemic lockdowns, which were in the name of saving lives, the abortion clinics were called essential and not closed. What a coincidence! When most people don't realize it's Margaret Sanger 
it was Margaret Sanger that also founded an organization known as the Negro Project to admittedly, in her own words, help facilitate the extermination of the black races. But not making the impact here in the U.S. with her agenda, as she hoped, she went to Europe and took up with a group called the American Progressives. APEP was the organization that spawned the blue-eyed Aryan race concept, which Hitler also adopted. It was an evolutionary program to eradicate all races deemed inferior, including blacks. In fact, one of the main reasons Hitler took control of healthcare was to sterilize and euthanize the ones he considered inferior and or infirm. And with that thought, think vaccines. All that in mind, was our Healthcare Act passed in 2009 really about healthcare or was it about eugenics? Again, one of the chief behind-the-scenes globalist agendas, which 95% of our federal, state, and local governments are, is the three-fourths reduction of the human population. Talk, talk about evolution. Speaking of evolution, a little-known fact is Nazi is a German acronym for National Socialist Party. Does the U.S. have a National Socialist Party? Of course we do. Most of them are bragging of it as, as of late, including the Democratic or social, National Socialist President. It's the Democratic Party. With the Democrat or Socialist Party in mind, the first Democratic president after the Civil War, Andrew Johnson, vetoed every act or bill involving black civil rights. Congress had to levy an impeachment attempt against him in order to get any kind of emancipation legislation passed. Even in 1885, when Congress voted to end segregation, the predominantly Democratic Supreme Court would not allow it to pass. Again, how astonishing to see that very same political parties screaming the loudest about racism and civil rights, considering it's the same group who fought for slavery. In fact, racism is the chief weapon the Democrat socialists are using to further their enslaving globalist agendas. Considering these were the same ones who propagated the idea that slaves were less than human, a question comes to mind. Can a leopard really change its spots? Considering such an agenda, and again, just who or what do you suppose is really behind the extermination of most of the human race? Could it be our adversarial puppet masters operating from behind the transdimensional veil? As we wind down this chapter, it seems only fitting to once again be reminded of Adolf Hitler's admonition. If you want people to believe you, tell them a lie. Let's also be reminded of the words of the Hebrew Messiah we read earlier as he addressed the civil and religious leaders of his nation almost 2,000 years ago. He said, You are of your father the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. In light of current politics and religion, just how more fitting could this passage possibly be? Has anything changed at all? After all, lying seems to have become the new truth. It would seem those directing the wielding of this new truth or lying doubtless come from very high up transdimensionally, and they are not our friends. But only by understanding who and what they are can we do battle and have any hope of defeating them. This is the core essence of this compilation.